tied for the most terrifying day of my life. I was what? Every other freaking day of my life. <laughs> How are you doing, you wonderful nerds? Scott here, and it is day 20 of the Month of Monsters podcast, a Scooby-Doo podcast, where I am watching Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed every single day for the entire month of October. And as you can probably tell from the tone of my voice, it has not been fun. You may have noticed that we missed yesterday, day 19. I know I'm missing days left and right, it seems. It's, I'm just so defeated, gang. It's it's so hard to uh, to continue, but we're pushing on, we're persevering, and uh, one of the best parts about doing this podcast is being able to talk about this ridiculous movie with some cool people that I'm meeting, or that I either know from the internet or I'm meeting for the first time over the internet, and we have an example of the latter today. Uh, so this is my guest, Brandon. How are you doing? Oh, hi. I'm doing well, Scott. You seem to be doing well as well. I am doing super duper. <laughs> <laughs> I am actually doing a lot better than I was the other day. We were, for the audience doesn't know this, but we were briefly talking about this. We were scheduled to record... Uh, it wasn't yesterday, was it? It was two days ago. Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday, yeah. Thursday. Where do the days go? We don't. We don't know. We don't know. All of my days run together now. I wake up. I watch Scooby Doo Two Monsters Unleashed, and then <laughs> who knows where it goes from there. But yeah, I, w- I was very exhausted, and, and uh, yeah, <laughs> it was hey. not fun. So we rescheduled. And here we are, and this may or may not be a quick one today, just to give my brain a little bit of a breather. For for your sake, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this as quick as quick as I can. I appreciate it. <laughs> so for anyone who doesn't know, who are you on the internet? What do you do? Yeah, uh, I'm Brandon. I'm I'm internet guy. Uh, <laughs> I I have a few podcasts that I run on on the side. Uh, I have uh, submitted for your approval a Twilight Zone podcast. I've got that going, um, which uh, I had that going last episode I pushed out was April, but you know, that's because I'm, I'm lazy. Also have Apathetic Enthusiasm, which is a kind of a generic uh, pop culture podcast. And the one that uh, I do most, uh, which is the most kind of popular, I guess you could say, is Interdimensional RSS, which is the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. And uh, so going strong with my buddy Travis, and that is what we do. We talk about Rick and Morty. We get uh, animators from the show, directors, uh, and uh, composers if if we can manage it. So oh, that's fantastic! I love the name too. It's such a good. Thank <laughs> you, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. uh, turns out, if people who don't know anything about podcasting, they're like, "What is the RSS portion?" And like, oh yeah, <laughs> okay. Well, sit back, sit down in your chair. Yep. Uh, two years earlier, and then we go go from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my previous podcast that I ran, I would uh, I would always say at the end that like you can find the I don't I picked this up from other podcasts, and I'm not entirely sure why I started doing it. It's like at the end of a podcast, you'd be like, you can find this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud and Stitcher, wherever. Yeah. And it's just like, well, if they're listening to it, they already found it. So I don't know <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying that, but like I always would plug at the end like you can find it on all these places or wherever else RSS feeds are located, <laughs> and I feel like. I never explained what an RSS feed was and you saying that people may not understand it has me like in retrospect being like, oh, I have to go re-edit like 130 <laughs> episodes of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, it just like throw in a little extra, maybe like 15 second bit in yeah. each episode and be like, don't ignore this part. You're, you're listening yeah. already. It's fine. You're, you know where to find this. <laughs> 
But yeah, so my first question usually is, have you seen Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed prior to to me asking you to do so? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so I, I'm, a, I'm actually a, a guilty pleasure is the first Scooby-Doo. Um, and my, my son, a six year old, he watches, he, he prefers Monsters 2, Monsters Unleashed, or Scooby Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed, to the first one. Uh, so I've seen it more than once, uh, unfortunately. Um, so I feel your pain kind of in that respect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely. You know, as much as I critique this movie, I will say it, it by around day six or seven, it just became it just became a part of my routine and I was like, you know what? It's it's not that bad. It's kind of like it's warming up to me and or I'm warming up to it and it's yeah. I don't know, it feels like I have described it as like just seeing an old friend again. An old <laughs> friend that I saw just a couple hours prior. Like for coffee, like oh, yeah. what, are you, what are you doing Scooby Doo too? Oh, yeah. Uh no, so my my question my question for you is do you actually watch it every single day before you record oh man are we gonna reveal how the sausage is made oh, oh, oh okay uh, uh, no no, no. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait till after the recording's done <laughs> <laughs> so uh i will say that there especially with these last couple times where i've missed uploads i admittedly have not watched it every single day uh, it has drained me i know uh, I, I guess we're day, done. I guess we're done I here. Guess, you know what? It's, we're, it's, we've unmasked the ghost of this podcast <laughs> and we've solved the mystery. Uh, I know that there are people who are, who are watching it. So they're, they're probably like fans of the show who are watching it every single day. And they're probably way better off than I am. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, Scott, come on, yeah, Scott. They're hating me now. They're, <laughs> so it, it's just, you know, it's draining after... After a while, and uh, I I will say though there were days when I watched it um, multiple times that oh. day because I because I had to do I, like beforehand I wanted to get ahead of schedule and like do a bunch of recordings all in like a couple days yeah and so to kind of make up for that I was like yeah let's just watch it a bunch in in one day and kind right. of pick it apart i got i got you yeah and, and you know uh I, I don't i don't know i don't know if you cuss on, on here so i won't uh but yeah, feel free to say whatever okay well, yeah, yeah so i i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to spend our sh- our brief time together uh just completely shitting on the movie because I, i'm because it's 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 too easy and i i'm trying yeah. i'm trying to get away from just crapping on movies because that's the easy thing to do uh, so looking at the looking at the bright side of of Scooby Doo, I, I, you know, I think I'll go go that route because uh, I think of like some older movies that were made for kids, like Dunstan Checks In. Uh, I don't know if you ever oh, seen yeah. that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I love Dunstan Checks In, but it's a dumb kids movie, um, and I've I've heard so many people uh, crap all over that. So you know, Scooby Doo too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's. So you want to focus on the best the highlights of it what yeah. it brings to the table the good parts of it or just like you know say ah it's a silly kids movie it's whatever yeah no that yeah that's that's a it's a silly kids movie and seven minutes in and we're done we, we never- yeah that's it i think we're done no uh, <laughs> i will say though i've uh i don't think i mentioned this on an episode yet but there is a novelization of this movie and it finally came in the mail so no i've been way. picking i have been picking it up and i've been reading through that um, and, uh, I only, I only got 
I think I'm only like two chapters in. There's not too many, but it's really interesting because it's all it's told every chapter is from a different character's perspective. And there's a little bit more info in here. Like like paragraph one, it says how like Fred and Daphne are actually engaged, which I don't think they say at all in the movie. No, Um, they don't. They don't say that. So, you know, just bringing you the the spicy details from the novelization, everybody. This is like reading a People magazine. Oh yeah, I uh, well hopefully like, I can I can uncover some more uh, some more <laughs> hidden truths that lie in here. Uh, I'm like flipping through it right now as if I'm just gonna <laughs> do an audiobook version of it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, if I ever run out of guests, I'm just I just might do an audiobook version of the novelization. Chapter Somebody one. has to. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Fred. With all of, all of my best impressions. I think chapter one is Velma, so uh. I have to do I have to be like, you know. Jinkies. <laughs> is that that's a spot spot on Velma. That, that was my, good. I thought it was like she was here. <laughs> I thought Linda Carlini was was right there in the room with you. <laughs> and it just cuts to me like, oh, thank, thank you, Linda. Thank you. That's enough. <laughs> like she only she only went to your place just mm-hmm. for that that one line. And then that she she ditched. She's like, just to say jinkies, which I will say, I haven't pointed this out yet, but almost every character has uh, has like a a catchphrase in Scooby Doo. Almost. I don't think I don't think Fred does. But like, you know, you've got the zoinks and the jinkies and even Daphne is supposed to say jeepers. But I don't think she does in this movie at all. I don't recall her saying jeepers. Mm. Hmm. Creepers. Well, then. <clears throat> uh, well, I don't. I do. I wanted to avoid the negative, but I gotta yeah, say, you're that, right. I'm sorry. I that, keep bringing it up. That's a huge negative right there. She doesn't say jeepers. That's the one. That's. I mean, how can I enjoy this movie now? Everything else was flawless. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know. You know what? I, what I. What I like about. What I like about the movie yeah. is. Uh, in I'm sure with 20 days into it, you've heard some variation of this. I really. I really like that they try to kind of deconstruct the whole, the, the, I don't know, like homage to the classic Scooby-Doo, but still try to like deconstruct it just a little bit. And I, yeah. I, I think, I think James Gunn tried to do that with the first one too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I, I, I don't know if it captured it as well uh, with, with all the, with all the, the great fart jokes. And I say great yeah. fart jokes <laughs> because I'm being positive. You're right. You're right. I for the first five or six days of this podcast, I would always bring up the fart humor just because it's my least favorite. But I do think that I need to embrace the positive and say, you know, another thing that I've complained about is how the the two movies don't seem like they connect at all. Uh, there's no like through line between them where you have to watch the first one to get the second one. However, the w- one of the only things that carries over are the fart jokes. So I feel like. <laughs> In a positive light, you know, that's good writing. Yeah, it's it's yeah. continuity. It is. It's letting us know that these characters are, are living and breathing and they have their personalities. And yeah, they can grow, but they still, at their core, have something bubbling inside them. <laughs> that they and just need to let out. Exactly. They just need to let it out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I will say also, to, to kind of go on that positive spin of it, in that same vein of how the movies, because I've critiqued a lot how the movies don't feel like they go to they, they go together. But if we're looking on the positive side, if we're looking on like the, <laughs> you know, what actually, uh, you know, trying to spin it into to to a good criticism, rather, right? Um, 
I, I think that's very reflective of the TV show itself. Because, like, you could watch any episode and you don't have to know the episode that came before to understand the plot of that current episode. So, like, the movies are kind of taking a page from there and saying, yeah, we did a first movie, but you know what? You don't even have to worry about it. Here's the second one. Enjoy. Yeah, they're they're very serialized, if you will. Yeah, uh, yeah no, you're a- absolutely right. And even, uh, even like, some of the animated movies... Like uh, Zombie Island. I don't know if you ever, if you ever saw that one. Oh, sure. Scooby Doo on Island. Standalone. Standalone. Werewolves. Great. Uh, 13 Ghosts of Scooby Doo. Standalone. Yeah. Uh, Harlem Globetrotters. I don't think that's a movie, but still, standalone. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, and it's great. You know, and, and again, sticking to the historical kind of homage to Scooby Doo. And course. that's it's positive. I like that. It is that. positive. I like that. This is good. This is the day that I needed where I just wasn't, I just, I can't, I've been coming down on this movie too hard. We need to focus on the good stuff. Negativity uh, brings you down. And and that's why I love Shaggy so much mm-hmm. is, you know, even though I'll, I'll, I'll say this about the movie, you know, uh, uh, Shaggy and Scoob, they really went out of the way feeling sorry for themselves, but really working to become better people yeah they showed initiative you know? yeah yeah absolutely and 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 they really they, here's what i love about it is is that they at the end of it they realize you know what we are heroes uh, that might be a direct quote we are heroes yeah and um it's like that one song you can be my hero baby it's exactly like that song yeah. I'm pretty sure that song was written for this movie. Is it, it not on the soundtrack? Uh, it, it, was, it was cut out. It was cut out. Uh, <sighs> you, you know when you get like a, a soundtrack for a movie and you're like, this is the one song I wanted to hear and it's yeah. not on the soundtrack? Ugh. This That's the one. That was the one. They cut it. <laughs> that's very disappointing. It is. But we can't focus on that. That's a negative. We no. can't. Look, we're slipping, slipping into so, old habits. That's not good. Okay, okay, let's move on, move on, positive, positive. I will say, to kind of go along with what you were saying, Shaggy and Scooby, they wanted, they wanted to prove that they were good detectives. They wanted to prove that they were a good part of the team. And then by the end of it, Velma delivers a really good message, which is, you know, you're heroes just by being yourself, by being fearless to be who you are. Yes. You know, it's not about being fearless in the face of, of all the danger that you face, but rather the the courage to just be yourself. And I think that's a good message. Exactly, exactly right, exactly right. I, I I've been I've been to a few different classes, and and I've uh, one of the things that they they teach you is that you know you can focus a lot on your weaknesses. You can spend all your time and energy focusing on how to improve your weaknesses. But here's the thing. Your weaknesses are weaknesses for a reason. They are part of you. So rather than focus on your weaknesses and you know strengthening your weaknesses and making your strengths weaker, why don't you mm-hmm. focus on your strengths to kind of bridge and compensate for your weaknesses? And I think that's what Scooby and Shaggy do by the end of this film. <clears throat> Yeah, totally. Wow, I got something in my throat all of a sudden. <laughs> I I, just, I choked you up. I choked. That's what it was. What I uh, said was so profound. It was so good. I'm crying. <laughs> you can't hear it. You heard it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, embrace your weaknesses. Call them uniquenesses. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, 
No, uh, I love that. And that, I mean, it, it, gets, it ties into Velma's whole story as well, where she's too afraid to be herself for Patrick. But then at the end, she realizes, you know, she has to stop pretending to be someone she's not. Be yourself. Be yourself. Uh, I, I like that. I like the little scene where uh, she is in the, the leather Velma garb. And yeah, uh, the, this and and then she feels rejected. So then she unzips and then she pulls out her regular Velma garb. I do enjoy that quite I, a lot. I think that's a, I think that's a cool little bit. And it, it is fake it till you make it. Uh-uh. Show your true colors, girl. Is, is even if they're always orange, if they're just different <laughs> shades of orange. Uh, can, can we talk about? Let's talk about wardrobe. Speaking of, speaking of, yes. Which. Oh yes, please. Let's dive into it. This okay. is this is the real reason I wanted to talk to you. <laughs> I knew you would have thoughts. Um, between between this one and in the original, and and then the cartoon, um, and maybe if you've paid attention to the comics, the Scooby Apocalypse. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the wardrobe is, is like indicative. It's I don't, I think indicative is the wrong word, but it is uh, a prime example of, of nineties slash early two thousands, uh, get up, get up guard. Yeah. Not oh, saying I sure. had any of it, <laughs> but I, to me, the one that the, the one kind of look in the movie that, that I think sells it for me or not not sells it but the one that really tells me of like the time it was made i think is shaggy's whole like long sleeve shirt under a short sleeve shirt oh, kind of yeah. situation i remember i remember definitely rocking that in the early 2000s for <laughs> sure uh i don't know anything about fashion so maybe it never went out of style and i'm i'm behind on the times maybe that's what i is. i think the kids are st- still doing it maybe. still doing it uh yeah. Come to think of it, I'm still doing it. Uh, but I'd go like right now, right, right this second. Yeah, I actually, I just, I just came back from Walmart and uh, I picked up just like a six pack of those long white sleeve shirts. Heck yeah! And uh, like this, the, now like the striped kind of polo. Mm. Um, but I, it, I mean, it. it's just what I do. What yeah, I do. man. Embr- you know what? It goes back to just be yourself. Embrace who you are. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Positivity. Positivity. Um. Uh. So you you've you talked about many things uh, on yes. uh, about this this movie so far. Yes. And and so I I just want to I just want to ask you what for me and and you've told the listeners this, this probably a, a dozen times already. Like what what is like the the moment in this movie that kind of defines the experience for you? Oh, that's a good question. Like I said, I'm sure you said it like 70 times already. No. Like 150 times probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah, at least four to five times per episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's that's a good question. The moment of the movie that defines the experience for me, I think it would have to be... I'm tempted to say the dance sequence at the Faux Ghosts. <laughs> because that's I found that that's the thing that everyone has the most to talk about <laughs> but I don't know I th- it might also be oof this is a really good do you have one because <laughs> oh you you would you would turn this around on, on me I sure would real quick mm-hmm. these are these are the reasons I should write down questions uh, before I ask them <laughs> <laughs> um yeah 
I would say it's Ruben Stoddard at the at the end of the movie. <laughs> the very end is what defines it. Yeah, <laughs> just like the hey, ah, we're we're cool. Like uh, all the all the the previous bad guys, they're all just kind of happy with uh, the the mystery mystery ink gang, and yeah. they're just like, oh, let's let's pull a early American Idol winner and have them sing, and everyone's just it just everyone's so happy. It's positive. Again, it's good. Going back to that yeah. theme. I, I think I found the one. All right. The one moment. It's when they're at Wickles Manor <laughs> and Shaggy goes up to the old like phonograph record player and he just plays around with it and there's like a burst of dust and then Baby Got Back starts playing. <laughs> like just for the first line. Yeah. And that to me defines the whole experience for a couple reasons. Number one. The set design in, Wickle, in Wickles Manor is great. It's phenomenal. I love whoever was in charge of it. The practical effects of like the real dust blowing into Shaggy's face. It's another positive thing that I've talked about for this movie. <laughs> but then there's, then there's why that song? Why would you do that song in an old man's mansion on an old timey record player just ready to go? Right. You know, it's that kind of humor, and, and it, it just feels strange. Yeah, and, and why there's so much dust on on that record? It, yeah, because I mean that record. So so it must have been sitting there for ages. Yeah, <laughs> like he just had it ready to go, but never hit play. He bought he bought the LP when it came out. Like he's yeah. like first in line to buy the Sir Mix a lot. Uh, Baby got back uh, EP or LP, which whichever the the, the, yeah. the single, and then he listened to it once on his phonograph, and he's like. That's good. That's good. I think I have a th- I have an additional headcanon theory for okay. here because we know based on the uh, the sticky note that they find that old man Wickles has a bad memory and he has to remind himself to go to the faux ghost tonight, whatever that night was. Oh yeah, like so he because it's not like he he wasn't meeting anyone there. He just wanted to go and he had to remind himself to get out of the house or whatever. So we know that he kind of has a bad memory. So what if he bought that record? Um, and then he like, you know, it was late at night. He didn't want to, he wasn't feeling it. So he just set it ready to go in the morning. And then he forgot about it. So it was always ready to hit play. Oh. And then his memory just, it just slipped him by. Or alternatively, <laughs> he put it on. It wasn't even that. It was, he put it on the record player and then the very next day, he was arrested and thrown in jail for his crimes. And it sat there all that oh, time. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, that's... that. Oh, that's like his... Uh, that's his rosebud. Baby got oh, back wow. as his rosebud, man. It really is. Like, <laughs> see the depths of this movie? Jeez. Uh, you know, somebody else... I want to throw this out because we've had a ton of great comments from, from listeners who have pointed out things that I've not noticed. But you know that fantastic scene where Scooby and Shaggy are drinking all the different potions and it turns them into monsters and oh. buff guys and Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So when Shaggy <laughs> drinks one and he turns into a woman. Yes. A fan pointed out and I wish I had it in front of me. I, I apologize whoever told me this on Twitter, but I retweeted it cuz it was great. That was supposed to be a clue that Jonathan Jacobo was disguising himself as a woman because clearly he can use the potion to turn himself 
into a woman's body like Alicia Silverstone, but he still has to wear a mask because Shaggy's face didn't change. So he still has to wear a mask as Alicia Silverstone. Oh. So it's clever. It's being like, yeah, you wondered how he was able, how Jonathan Chacoba was able to look like a woman. It's because of this potion that Shaggy found. Put it together, audience. Hot, di- hot, hot damn, hot diggity damn. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say fantastic uh sleuthing to to that listener uh, absolutely that's that's great well uh, done i want to see if i can find it but yeah you, that's uh they should be uh they should start their own mystery ink i believe i think that i think that's the rules actually <laughs> if you if you uncover a secret about scooby-doo 2 mystery or monsters unleashed <laughs> you have to start your own detective agency yeah like how they have it like disneyland or disney world where they have like the the hidden mickeys all over the place like if yeah. you if you find the hidden Scooby uh, clues, like you become part of a, an exclusive club. Yeah. All right. So it was Rhea Rose. So thank you so much. Thanks. That was thanks, Rhea Rose. What, a, what an observation. You're great. <laughs> uh that's 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 what I love about this movie is you can you can watch it and you can rewatch it and there's just there's so many things that you you can't catch on 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 first watch yeah um i mean like I the mean, credits there's lots yeah. of credits that i don't that i don't normally catch on first watch. oh yeah absolutely you know? i mean the assistant to mr lillard i don't i don't even know who that one was who, i gotta watch the credits again <laughs> who knows uh it, actually the the whole credits thing reminds me of that female body that the female body is credited to to somebody that's right we were we we looked it up once and we're trying because the ultimate goal of this podcast is for me to try and get somebody from the movie anyone uh who's worked on it to to come on and talk about their experience and i only have 11 days left so hey try try to get lillard he uh i, he, I tried he, oh did, did he respond to you at all he did and he was very sweet he even retweeted uh the oh, whole nice. podcast idea but he was just like i don't know what i would say about the movie but thank you for the kind words and and yeah he was he was very nice and very lovely oh that, that, that's awesome yeah i i saw I, he tweeted or uh he quote tweeted somebody yesterday or the day before uh and we're recording on 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 saturday right now but uh he somebody uh did a gif of him and they're like the best shaggy ever uh fight me yeah <laughs> and he was like uh with all due respect uh casey Kasem is is yes the best. Yeah, he. Uh, I don't think he's proud of his Shaggy role at all. That's that tends to be the because when I when I tweeted at him and I was like, "Hey, I'm doing this podcast. I don't know if you'd want to talk about it." He was like, "Good lord, who? Why would you do this? Who made you do this?" And everyone was like, "You're great. You were great as Shaggy." And he's like, "No, I wasn't. It was not a fun experience." So I feel bad because I I do love this movie and I I hope he knows that. He, he did really great. I always say, you know, when it comes to acting performance, he brought like 50,000% into this role. Yes. He was just like, they're like, Mr. Lillard, we need you to do Shaggy and we need you, you know, just just give it your best. You don't have to give it 100%. It's a sequel. No one's going to watch this. And he was like, oh, I'm giving it my best. <laughs> I'm giving it everything I have within me. I'm a classically trained actor. And if I don't give all my my best, then mm-hmm. I'm not giving any of my best. Yeah, like 
zoinks, man. <laughs> and they're like, okay, well, maybe you can do that just a little bit more. Yeah. Like, and just, real, it's a kid's movie. Yeah, yeah. Be, be, it doesn't have to be that dramatic. Like, zoinks, man. Like, okay, all right. You know, just take just take a few weeks and practice that. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Lillard. <laughs> um let me let me let me uh let me talk about by the way uh his three best roles obviously shaggy uh scream mm, and uh twin peaks third turn um yeah okay uh scooby's dance uh we we kind of we talked about that very yes. briefly in the faux ghost in yeah. the faux ghost it, it's a this is a positive comment that i'm going to leave about oh. scooby's dance he like is it. exceptionally talented at acting like a human when he's moving. He is. It's kind of uncanny a little bit. Yeah. But it's good. I don't he, think that's know, how dogs' joints work. Well, that's how committed Scooby is to the bit. And I feel like <laughs> you got to give him credit for that. Yeah. You know, afterwards he had to ice up his knee, knees. Yeah. Are they called knees on a dog? I think uh, uh, dew claws. Is that? Yeah. That would that would do. Uh, he's he's kind of like the the like reverse aliens from the arrival. I don't know if you remember that movie. Oh, I never saw it. Uh, like, Everyone told me to watch it. Uh, like their their knees, like they they act like humans, but then their knees bend backwards, and then that they kind of like run like ostriches. Um, oh. Anyways, that that's how Scooby is. Yeah. Science. <laughs> yeah. Look it up, everybody. Look it. Up. <laughs> look up. Google Great Dane. It, check it out it's in the scooby wiki it's true i've been in fact i've been trying to encourage people to write in any facts and theories that we come up with on this podcast into the scooby wikis because <laughs> i have a feeling no one checks them anyway so like yeah you could easily just write things in that we've observations that we've made you know put it in the trivia section just be like trivia scooby <laughs> is like an alien from arrival <laughs> Uh, it's. I mean, they're not as stringent with their uh, quality control as they are on like <laughs> Wikipedia actual. Like where, like I tried to put in a uh, frugitable, uh, like a fruit vegetable in Wikipedia one time <laughs> oh, yeah? a few years ago, and it it made it like an hour at the most, which is I think is, is still pretty good until it got removed. i would i'm i haven't done this lately but when i first started my i have a youtube channel which which is my main gig where i talk about comics and superheroes yeah and um i at the very start i would correct wikipedia articles about those (laughs) characters they would like say something like oh it's in this issue and i'd be like you know they got the issue wrong let me fix that or like oh this is the explanation for this it's like "Ah, actually that was uh you wrote that it was this character that said this and blah 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 and like it's just because i got really annoyed with um with with other channels who to this day and i'm I'm not going to call anybody out this is a very positive podcast (laughs) yes other other comic book channels to this day create scripts by copying and pasting Wikipedia articles, and they'll just be like, this is the history of this character. And so, for me, I was like, I, I would get comments from people who would be like, that's not what this person said. And I was like, well, they got it wrong, so let me just go fix it in the wiki. Because like, if, if, <laughs> if people are going to be referring to, if they're just going to be copying and pasting stuff, I might as well make sure it's accurate for them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and you need to make sure you uh, put yourself in the, the cited sources. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I, so I, I've never done that, but we are... My, my channel, NerdSync, is in the cited sources for like 
two or three things. Yes. And it's, and it's, it's very fun. I don't know who put it there. I, I think we're in, we're cited for the, the Wikipedia page for millennial whoop. Um, <laughs> do you know what the millennial whoop is? I, I, I don't, but it sounds fantastic. It's a, it's a, it's a phenomenon in music. Um, late within the past like decade or so where everyone does these instead of like writing lyrics a a chorus will just be like whoa whoa or something like that (laughs) and it's so common that like there's a term for it called the millennial whoop and we talked about it once on a video about the ducktales theme song and people just wrote in the wikipedia thing it's like the ducktales theme song is also an example of a a millennial whoop citation nerd sync i was like hey (laughs) hey what a weird one to (laughs) to be linked to but it makes me feel good well i just hey this is great because i just learned something new the millennial whoop like a millennial whoop like that you uh, cake on the ocean or song yeah sure i don't know what music is these days <laughs> i'm gonna be honest with you. I, I just listened to the ducktales theme song over and over again <laughs> that's that's actually is that the closing uh music to this this podcast i wish <laughs> i if i i will say i did I may put it in for this episode, but... Um, <laughs> and, and, and you just, like, change the lyrics, so it's like, Life is like a Scooby-Doo in, in <laughs> Coolsville. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I will try my best to do that. Uh, the the normal um, closing music is I just found, like, some kind of spooky-sounding beat, but I just put in Scooby saying, like, scooby Dooby do and then like the the beat comes in after oh and then it goes wow (laughs) it's certainly not dubstep so (laughs) didn't want to take it that far but uh one one thing at a time (laughs) yeah exactly i gotta pace my look i have to watch this movie as well and it's just it's a whole thing true true and and (laughs) and you have to stay positive and if you do that stuff then uh by its nature it's gonna get it's gonna get pretty depressing it's gonna run me into the ground i think uh well i love this movie i think that's basically what what we got out of this yeah it's a very positive episode i'm gonna probably title it something like be positive but the paw is (laughs) p-a-w just a little peek behind the curtain there (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i i friggin love that so uh if there's one thing i took from this in this meeting with you is yes is that that paw joke (laughs) (laughs) thank you it's i you know from the very outset i was like i gotta work this in i gotta work this in it's you know 20 days in i still haven't done it yeah thank you for giving me the opportunity you have you have like a list of uh paw puns and 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 dog jokes (laughs) (laughs) i have to i have to work at least three more of these in by the end of the month (laughs) yeah oh uh the hot dog this movie's fun huh that's all i got i can't think of anymore <laughs> doggone it ah uh, that's a that's a that's a bad, that's about hey but, on itunes leave your best review with dog puns please <laughs> yes please make sure you make sure you uh you know you th- they don't have to be good actually they don't have to be your best they just have to be existent yeah actually don't make them your best <laughs> i want to read them and go oh, okay <laughs> That's the reaction I want. I just want groans. The more groan, the better. That's yes, that's how we rate please. them. Please. Uh, thank you so much for being on and and uh, trying to keep my my head uh, on attached to my body. If that's is that a saying? I don't know. It, I'm making stuff up. It, it is. It is. It, that is also on on the wiki. Yeah. 
Yeah, cited by yeah, me. Yeah. Uh, That's right. It was. Uh, it's in reference to when they unmasked Jacobo at the end. You yeah. know, you know, Heather Jasper House face is no longer attached to her. But I don't know. Just write the, read the wiki. It's in there. It, it's it's in there. Uh, yeah. you just random article. You'll get there eventually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where can people find more of you and your voice on the internet and the thoughts you have to say? Oh yeah. Uh, so if if any of the things I said uh, here are interesting then congratulations you're part of the elite few uh but i am <laughs> on uh you i have my website it's apatheticenthusiasm.com uh if you're interested in the rick and morty podcast interdimensional rss we're on twitter at rick and morty pod uh of course we're on itunes and stitcher and spotify and rss feeds everywhere yeah. Um, and, and yeah, uh, I, I'm there all the time. I, I'm usually the one uh, interacting with folks on there and we're just really, we, we really like Rick and Morty. Um, we try to be the, uh, not toxic ones. Uh, bless you. <laughs> uh, just try, trying to be positive. We try to be positive and we try to get the fans in, input into it, uh, because we love the show as much as a lot of people out, out there do. Yeah. And I was, uh, I just introduced a friend of mine to, to the series and she was just kind of like, I don't know what to think of this yet. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, I, it's, it's weird. Like I, I keep getting random people into it and that I work with. Yeah. And they're like, what is this weird stuff you keep, uh, you, you're podcasting about? I'm like, oh, you should just give it, a, give the episode a shot. Try miss, uh, me seeks and destroy. And yeah. they're like, I'm like, oh, okay. That's the one that I started her on too. I think she preferred, we watched, um, the, what was the one, um, with the Rick versus the devil uh, uh, and his mystical uh, items. Yeah. Something wicked this way comes. That's right. Uh, well, Hey man, I, so I want to, I want to say, uh, thank you for having me on and, and having me, you know, re find my love, uh, you know, reignite that fire for Scooby-Doo yeah. too. Uh, without you, I don't know if I would have gone back to it. So, so thanks. Yeah. A, th- thanks you're a bunch. welcome. <laughs> and if anything bad happens out of it, um, you know, you didn't have to be on this podcast. No, it's true. Well, I am getting a divorce now because of it. So, oh no! But no, it's 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 fine. <laughs> it's fine. She, I mean, she deserves it. <laughs> she, uh, yeah. Look, find you someone who can embrace your love of Scooby Doo Two Monsters Unleashed. That's what I'm finding about myself. Yeah, I think it's it's gonna be my vows. Whoever I marry <laughs> That's next, right. <laughs> to have it to hold in sickness and in health. Throughout the entirety of Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed, <laughs> it's in there. We're yes. working it in. That is yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining. This was a fun conversation. We ended up going at, at pretty much at the exact limit as w- what a normal episode is anyway, but yeah. I appreciate it. Mm. Uh, and you know what? I needed this positivity. It was good. It was good for me. Thanks. So, uh, I, I, hopefully I helped helped you out, man. You sure did. Uh, and if you guys want to follow uh, me on Twitter or Instagram, it's Scott Nice Wonder. Tell me if you find any other observations like uh, Rhea Rose did earlier. I, I want to read off uh, more of you know anything that we've missed. I'm still discovering stuff about this movie that I haven't picked up on, and that's very exciting. Uh, so yeah, all, every link, everything will be in the description. Or <laughs> my friend keeps telling me to call it. Are you familiar with the YouTube um, term, the doobly do? <laughs> no, no, it's just no. it's just a no. It's a descri- <laughs> It's like a way that some people describe. Like they'll talk about the description, like links in the description. They'll say like links in the doobly do. Um, I don't say it. 
Uh, but I, a lot of people do. And my friend's been trying to tell me to say that links in the podcast are in the scoop, scoobity, scoobily do. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's dumb. <laughs> scoobily do. Why not? They're in the show notes. You get it. You, you know how this works probably. Um, but other than that, I think we can end it. Would you like to join me in our best scooby dooby do? Absolutely. I would love to scoobily do it. <laughs> Fantastic. Here we go. Scooby-Dooby-Doo.